And we are going live once again on Instagram right over here. And I've got the video for YouTube. I like to go live at least once a week on Instagram. I answer questions uh, regarding bench and competing. So we'll go ahead and hit live really quick. We are now live. So again, this is benching and bullshitting. Uh, I train heavy bench on Saturdays. And then I come on here and I talk about the training. Uh, talk about how the week's going, what's going to be coming up in the following weeks, things like that. And then uh, we answer questions. So <clears throat> anyway, today was a absolute raging success. This is week two, day two. So uh, this is my second rotation of the new uh, program that I designed for myself. Hey, what's up, Justin? So yeah, it's going really well. Um, the first work rotation... Uh, again, it's two days a week for bench, and it's Wednesdays and Saturdays. That's never changed. Wednesdays is my not-shirted, uh, uh, what do you call it, secondary bench day. And then, obviously, Saturdays are the, for the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff with my shirts. So um, the first rotation, the Wednesday, the movement of choice was floor press. And then, obviously, the shirt work. Uh, week one is, is single ply. Week two is two ply. Week three is three ply. Week four is four ply, or four four plus is what I have it down in my little book. And uh, so the only thing that really changes week to week is the amount of equipment that I use, and then every rotation, um, every rotation, the the new movement on Wednesdays uh, rotates. So um, it's uh, let's see. So the first rotation was floor press. This rotation, I'm doing reverse grip, <laughs> and uh, it hurts a lot. It's it's it, it's all equipped. See, so it's I'm wearing slingers when I'm doing these these uh, variety of movements. So I wore single ply slinger, two ply, three ply, and then my heaviest four ply slinger on uh, the floor press. I'm on my second week. I did reverse grip equipped single ply, double ply these past couple weeks. But holy shit. When I posted that video of the 900 pounds for a triple reverse grip, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to do any more. Uh, so, um, it, it's just the, the pain in my hands is just too extreme because the bar sits vertical right here in the palm and all that weight sits right there on that bone, just like that. So, I think for the second half of this four-week rotation, I'm definitely going to have to choose something else. I was thinking about either choosing uh, equipped, like dead stop press, like an inch from touching, or just do floor press, since I really like doing floor press equipped. So, I don't know yet. But uh, anyway, so today was the end of the second week of the second rotation. Uh, this is my two-ply week, and it went really, really well. I'm very happy with the results. Uh, full workout is on Patreon. And I was going to mention Patreon because uh, Papa Fozzie is saying, would you consider sharing that program? Uh, it's semi-proprietary, um, but it's, it's all my training and all my explanations. Everything is on my Patreon. Um, I give you a general idea. It's just um, four weeks, two days, and I rotate through my equipment. First week, single ply. Second week, two ply. Third week, three. Four week, four. That's the basic gist of it. But 
everything is on uh, Patreon. <clears throat> so, but yeah, I'll to finish up because <laughs> I got sidetracked. But uh, we did our two ply week in the shirt today, and it uh, wow, I did. I worked up to twelve oh five, and a two ply uh, Pharrell fate. 1205 for almost a triple, almost, uh, to a one board. I did two reps to a one board, and then the one board got swapped out for a half. And I came down for that third rep to the half board, and I started to rock back and forth. I started to lose vision. I wasn't blacking out, but I was. everything was kind of going white, so I didn't get a lot of oxygen before I went down. Came out halfway up, just couldn't finish it. So I did 1205 for two and a half reps with a two-ply fate, so I'm really, that's a pretty big, that's pretty substantial for me, that's huge, um, I've only handled those kind of loads in three-ply and up, so to handle that in my two-ply, the same two-ply that I went to the WPO Bench Bash with back in uh, late March, <clears throat> and uh, there I benched 1140, barely benched 1140 uh, to take the win, and now I'm chucking up over 12 in training, so <laughs> with the same shirt with no alterations. The Lean Teen says, what do you think about the IPF bench rule change? I give zero fucks because the IPF and it doesn't affect me, and I hate the IPF. <clears throat> Just uh, super blunt about it. Um, I think there's going to be... I was just scrolling through their page because there was some guy posting like, hey, fuck you, IPF, hey, IPF, like, over and over again, like, at IPFing, and went to their page, and there's just, like, video after video after video after video of these IPF lifters with these just rainbow arches that are having, like, half-inch range of motion. I'm like, wow, that's... All these IPF world records are gonna... not gonna happen as often now because now they have to be restricted. But, again, I think the IPF sucks, I've lifted in the IPF literally one time, maybe two, USAPL, but whatever, and uh, it fucking sucks, and I think it's stupid, so, but it doesn't affect me at all. Justin Jafari says, I benched 321 last week, oh, 321, what an awesome number, <laughs> well, good, man, good, 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 oh, Marlon's on here, Guten Abend, yeah, Guten uh, Morgan? I'm not sure what time it is for you. Guten Morgan. <laughs> Good to have you on here. Kyle, oh, what's up? Love my new two-ply fate shirt. Good. Awesome. Mike, you haven't missed much. What's up, Matt? How we doing? Uh, Justin says IPF is for weenies. <laughs> Let's see. You demolish all of them with your natural range. What are the best feds to compete in for powerlifting? Well, I'll just tell you the... Uh, the ones I compete in are RPS, IPA, primarily those two right now. Uh, if I had more access, it'd be APF, but I have to travel a very far distance to compete in APF right now. Uh, UPA is okay. I love the Wabdal Federation, although they don't only have bench and deadlift, they have no squat. Uh, but primarily right now as I speak to you, I compete in IPA and RPS, those two feds. Very... Lifter-friendly, very equipped lifter-friendly uh, federations. Matt says, your boy Cameron was in town this week. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, he traveled there. 
I'm not sure if he's back yet. But I knew he was going to there for a little while. He had to just get away, just uh, clear his head, I think. Do you think they're going to bring two-ply fates to the WPO full power? I know that's, I know it's in the works, and I've been consulted on that exact issue by a few people um, regarding that, uh, accept, accepting them in, and it sounds like, it sounds like they're, uh, it's like a, they're so close to getting it passed. I don't think they'll even restrict it to just two ply. I mean, I mean they might allow whatever, but the big thing with them is kind of like a liability issue, I think. And uh, the full set initiative, uh, those guys were uh, talking to me about like, well, how do you think we could negate some of this, like the danger of like the, the band shirts? And I said, hey, and you, and they and they did this for me at the WPO. I said, hey, when the lifters come to give you like their monolift rack heights and their bench rack heights, they're also required to give you a bench safety height. So you got, oh, uh, John Schmuckatelli is up. Uh, bar weight is 400 kilos, uh, rack height is two, safety height is five. And, and, and adjust it accordingly so that if that bar goes, it'll fall half an inch right under the safeties and it won't hurt the lifter at all. I think that should be a requirement at every meet, but especially at like the WPO at the highest level, at the pinnacle of like the equip lifting world that you should be required to su supply not just a bench rack height, but a safety rack height as well. And the safety and the spotters have to adjust the rack, the weights, and the safeties up and down for every lifter. I think that should be a requirement. How did you get into equip lifting? Uh, lifted weights just raw and full body for my first four years from 14 to 18. And then I met Adam Hicks, who was the third youngest to bench 700 pounds at the time. We're talking 2008. And uh, he gave me a two-ply denim uh, Karen Klein bench shirt and said, let's, here you go, let's start messing around. And then I was hooked after that. So from 18 on, I've been lifting and equipped. Strongman land, how would you train bench for a full power raw, guys, as far as most important supplemental exercises? Two days a week for raw, I think, uh, what's it called? Progressive overload, uh, doing cycles where you're doing a certain amount of reps and sets, but you increase the weight on a cycle, like three three week wave. Um, and then the second day would be like a variety day or a assistant day where you're doing like a bench uh, secondary movement, uh, usually with a mechanical disadvantage, close grip, close grip incline, floor press. Uh, board work, stuff like that. Tricep dominant, definitely on both days, but especially that second day. <sighs> Justin said, how was making that one video with Joe? It was funny to watch. <laughs> uh, I, only, I only did like two parts in it. It just took like five minutes, so it was pretty easy. But Joe's a, Joe's a pretty, uh, he, I think Joe's a genius when it comes to like making videos and stuff like that. So that was all his, his brainchild. We wanted to do a kind of a montage or like a, not a montage, but a, th a kind of like a, a dodgeball with, uh, Ben Stiller and, <laughs> um, yeah. And I uh, forget the rest, Justin Long and all them. We wanted to do a dodgeball, uh, the, the documentary they watched for like the high school. So yeah, it was pretty funny. When you do floor presses, well, I, I did floor presses my first rotation uh, four weeks, but 
in my second four weeks right now, and the the reverse grip bench is like I had nine hundred pounds in my hands on Wednesday for a triple, and that amount of weight just pushing down right here is so fucking painful. I can't like that's what's gonna hold me back from benching a thousand pounds reverse grip is just the pain in my hands. So I just the thought of putting more equipment on for like my triple ply four ply week and going heavier than 900 for reps and stuff, it doesn't sit well with me. So I might do floor press the second half of this four weeks starting Wednesday and then the following Wednesday. I might do that. I'm not sure yet. Um, I'll have to think about it. We'll just see. Uh, Marlon, normally it's time for sleep because I have to work tomorrow, but now I have to listen. Please go to sleep, Marlon, if it's too late for you, man. Please, please go to sleep. <laughs> Don't want you to... Have a bad day. For a new equip lifter, do you feel it's important to learn ply versus learn ply first for, versus jumping straight to a band? I'm assuming you mean like poly or single ply. Yeah, I think um, I think that uh, I fuck man. I don't know. You can do what you want. Honestly, I mean, band shirts are really easy to learn. I just have a lot of respect for, like, big poly numbers, big poly benches. Um, so I think that you could learn a lot more because they're so technically fucking hard to master. I think if you could master poly first and then get to a band shirt, it would benefit you a lot more. That's what I think. But that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. Oh, that one. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what video you were talking about. <laughs> I thought you meant the the black and white one where he's like a kid from back in the 20s and the, and the guy's like speaking, hey, Timmy, you want to come to the gym? Like that one. I thought you talked about that one. Eric Nemitz says, what is your favorite part about equipped benching? The training. The training for it. The mastery of it. The, the working towards a big number. Um, seeing all of your hard work and progress. Uh, benefit you and get you on the platform and you know and then on top of that too like I can train for years on end and not get hurt it's kind of cool that <laughs> the weights are generally heavier so the risk can go up but like you're not gonna blow out your shoulder if you do things correctly of course you're not gonna blow out a peck every time you hear somebody blowing out a peck what are they doing raw bench almost every fucking time so I like being able to train as heavy as I can, as long as I can, as long as I want, as hard as I want, uh, and I, I'm not going to get injured. That's kind of cool. Bro, now I'm using a two-ply fate. Want to buy a four-ply. Would you say it's good, or should I take a three? Uh, four is getting to, like, really, really extreme. I think a safer bet would be a three, which is still extreme, but like a four ply is gonna, it can rock you. It's it's a it's a it's a motherfucker. I would go with a three, honestly. Matthew D. Murray, what are you doing for your diet to keep your bench going up? Well, I'm just eating fucking everything, man. I so right now I just eat whatever I want, whenever I want, as often as I want, just. Doesn't matter. Calories are calories. Your body doesn't know the difference between a calorie and a calorie from pizza, cake, fast food, steak. It doesn't matter. So I eat. I eat everything. Right now, my supplemental uh, side of the 
diet is weight gain. So I'm taking about two servings a day, which is around 22 to 2,400 calories extra. Uh, it's called uh, True Mass. It's BSM, that red, that red. Uh, so everything that's red, like Ronnie Colo sponsored by them for a while. So it's BSN True Mass. I also have the BSN 1200. So a good weight gainer to keep my calories high. And then I just started two weeks ago to the day, actually, I just started doing creatine for the first time in like four or five years. <laughs> um, I went through a company, it's a German company called like Allmax, I think. And uh, it's a micronized monohydrate. And uh, because I don't have a lot of red meat in my life, let me be very honest with you, uh, because of the risk with uh, cholesterol and stuff, I got to watch my heart. And uh, so I don't have a lot of red meat, so I don't have a lot of creatine in my diet. So it's me, I am getting excellent results from the creatine supplementation. So so that's, that's basically it, man. Good creatine, consistent creatine, uh, a lot of weight gainer, and I just eat. Like I'm never hungry. So yeah. That's basically it. Right now at five foot five, I'm 332 pounds. <laughs> I know I don't look it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 332, 332.5 is what I weigh today at the gym. Justin says, how to adjust my benching with a wider grip. My coach is having me bump out my grip. Just do it, man. Just You just got to start doing it and get used to it. How to adjust benching with a wider grip. Just... Uh, do it for everything from the empty bar all the way up. Don't do it. Don't don't change it just at the heavy weights. You gotta do it with all the weights. But just just do it. You're gonna have to watch your shoulders though. The wider you go, the more strain is gonna be on you. You gotta really tuck. So the, I say the wider you go, the lower you have to come. If you bench wide and you're up here, you're gonna destroy your shoulders with that internal rotation on the ball and socket joint. You want to tuck so you have a nice external rotation for the joint. So that's what I suggest, but just start doing it and get used to it just by consistently doing it. <laughs> How'd you get so handsome? Oh, I don't think I'm that handsome. Uh, Jer yeah, here at Germany, we have a good creatine monohydrate. Yeah, how very good. How much you use? Uh, 10 milligrams, five, five as a pre-workout and five as a post. That's what I do. The loading phase, I was doing... 15 grams or 20, I think it was 15 or 20 for five days. It says to only do like five, but I'm doing 10 just because I'm, I'm heavier and I'm getting great results from it. <laughs> it's really cool. Let's see. Uh, just got it at fate Widowmaker. best way to implement into training. Again, just kind of like the other question about adjusting to a wider grip to start fucking using it, man. Just, if you're a raw lifter, have one day raw, one day Widowmaker, and just pick a pick a variation. Pick a board press or a full range bench or floor press is awesome with a, with a with a piece on. Again, it's just, it's all about just getting into it and learning it and being proficient with it and getting used to it. Let's see, Papa Fozzi says, "Hold up, how tall are you? I'm five foot five, or as the Marine Corps would tell me, I was sixty five inches tall." Let's see. Okay, we're finally caught up. Justin Jafari, how often do you train legs? Once a week. <laughs> Tomorrow, actually. Sundays. <laughs> My favorite day of the fucking week. 
fucking lower body. I'm not doing lower body right now with the mentality of trying to get like stronger and whatever. I'm actually just doing it to uh, to like gain muscle, to like gain more weight, to gain more body mass. So I'm doing like really bodybuilding oriented lower body days. So it's a lot of higher reps and stuff like that. Um, again, with the simple mindset, like I'm doing like half, like, like not, not even parallel box squats, just like tricep dominant, narrow stance, like either low box squats, high box squats. I'm, I'm just trying to build muscle. I'm not trying to get back. Cause I was actually, I had a, my raw squat last year got up to 855. That was with a cambered bar, not a straight bar. Don't come at me. But I, I can't put a bar on my back. Like I can't put a straight bar on my back. So I, I worked up to a, yeah, I did a 805 was my heaviest triple. I topped out at 855 rods, belt and wraps. And then I was doing like the Buffalo bar. I think my best one on Buffalo bar was 800 flat. Safety squat bar was about, I think, 700. All, all narrow stance, really, you know, quad dominant. But I'm not trying to get back to that point right now. I'm just trying to build more muscle and gain more weight. Let's see. Marlon says, bro, take 15 milligrams every day. That would be good. You also now these plant... I don't... Like, turkestrone, I take... I don't know. Oh, oh I, have to, I don't know what that stuff is, but thank you for the information, Marlon, for real. Thank you. And thank you. I hope you're enjoying the uh, Patreon as well. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Our membership got to 73 right now. Holy shit. I think I talked to some... I think I did the Sam Brown podcast, and I mentioned that, like, my membership was at 69. <laughs> I was like, can I get, like, one more patron, please? So my membership is at 70 or, like, 69... What a number to fall on. But yeah, now we're up to 73, which is just the most I've ever had on there, which is fucking awesome. So I really appreciate the support. Yep, that's exactly it. When I first started following you, the first video I watched was you explaining how you hated squatting and deadlifting because it was destroying your shoulders. Uh, rack pulls are fine. Deadlifts are actually okay. Both of those. It's the squatting. Yes, it's Jesus Christ, man. It was. It was just, It was trashing my shoulders. My bench was going down. And I was like, hmm, fuck straight bar squatting. I'll do cambered bar. I'll do buffalo bar. Anything but a straight bar. Safety. Like, look, your safety squat. Like, right here. And uh, then, it, then it started to be okay. Belt squats. Hey. Yeah. I might actually just belt squat tomorrow now that you reminded me. So thank you, Papa Fozzie. Because, um, uh, yeah, dude, straight bar. Just, I... All the respect to all the people that do full power, Hoff, with 1,200 plus, you know, almost 1,300 pounds. I just cannot, and maybe it's my fault because I, I have built my body specifically to just bench press. I've been focusing only on getting my bench bigger for the last 12, 13, 14 years, and I've not been concerned with anything else. So I am built to bench which means I am not built to do much else. And people get it twisted too. It's like, hey, can you come help us move some stuff? We're trying to leave, like move houses, move apartments. I'm like, being a big bencher makes me pretty shitty at everything else. And I'm, you know, I can't like move in furniture and stuff. Like not only am I, I'm out of shape, I'm 330 fucking pounds at five foot five. 
you know, my back's always sore. Like, it's just, I'm not good at much else than just bench pressing. But I want it that way. So it's okay. Mark says, Patreon is killer. The content is awesome. Now I will add more penlay rows and more back exercises from you. Good. Penlay rows, man, that's... I I give a lot of credit to, like, penlay rows, elevated penlay rows. I do penlay rows off the rack from different heights, below the knee, above the knee, from the floor. I absolutely love um, penlay rows. They have really brought my back up in strength. I, they really have. I, I owe them a lot. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, Justin Farai says... I just did a block of SSB squats because because straight bar was destroying my shoulders and my shoulders for throwing. There you go. All the more reason. Straight bar, dude, it's cool and all, but man, it's just it's 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 tough. <laughs> I'm benching five hundred for reps in a home gym using dirty DIY forty five pound plates. I'm forty one. Last year a handful of guys hit that much in my age and weight group and fully tested feds coin to open power thing and I still want more weight. Yep. Absolutely. Always more weight. Just keep training and keep being being consistent. Using the old Gray Viper. Yeah, the Gray Viper. That's like a two-ply, I think. My buddy Joe Fazio had a a Gray Viper before he left our gym and moved to, uh, I think he moved to West Virginia. Nice. Uh, he, liked, he liked that piece. Block pulls above the knees, Mike says. Yes, absolutely. And, that, and again, when I do, I do those. I did those a couple of Sundays ago, I think. Maybe. I don't remember. But uh, whenever I do them, the mentality is not, I'm trying to build a deadlift. The mentality is just, I'm trying to put as much fucking weight on my back as possible, on my back musculature. So, like, people say it's worthless. I'm like, well, it probably is for building a deadlift. But for building back muscle, for building back strength and size and mass, pulling above the knees, I think, is a fantastic way to do that. Again, you're not going to build a deadlift doing that. So don't take my advice to build a deadlift and do like above the knee rack pulls. But for building mass and size, I think that's a perfect way to do it. Let's see what we got here. What type of diet do you do to try to adhere to, brother? High protein, obviously, but is there anything else you try to specifically emphasize? I am only concerned with calories. Ever since I started just concerning myself with calorie intake, my body weight and my bench weights have just skyrocketed. I used to be really obsessed with protein intake. It's like specifically only protein intake, like 1.3 grams per pound of body weight. Just, you know, that, that magical equation. And okay, yeah, I was getting a lot of protein in, but my strength wasn't going anywhere. My body weight wasn't going anywhere. I was like, what, what the fuck? And then once I, once I do start paying attention to uh, my calorie intake. I got myself on a good weight gainer that I liked. Originally, it was the MHP Triple uh, XL 1350. Um, I started drinking that again because I remember drinking it back when I was sponsored with them back in like 2012 to 2015. And I fucking loved it. It was an excellent weight gainer. So I started drinking that consistently. I went through six or seven 12 pound bags in a few months and I put on like 20 or 30 pounds um I've had to do other little tricks and tips to get there but at my current heaviest weight right now 332 and a half pounds as of this morning um it's it's a consistent weight gainer I've moved on from the MHP to the BSN 
uh, True Mass and the BSN twelve hundred. Um, consistent weight gainer every fucking day. And as of the last two weeks, I've been doing uh, the creatine monohydrate, which is just working wonders for me. And diet, I just eat everything. Calories, calories, and carbs. Calories and carbs. That's all I pay attention to. How much for Jimmy to do a snatch? Uh, you can't afford it. <laughs> Trust me. The F8s with collar, do they make a difference? Like the Super Katana Low Cut Collar Katanas. Uh, not, not entirely. It's not necessary. Um... I have, I think, two fake bench shirts that do not have the special collar, and they work just as good. It's mostly for convenience. It's mostly for it's it's, it's more aesthetically looking, um, but it's not necessary for the functionality of the shirt. It'll work just fine with the, with the stock collar. How about good mornings? Um, <clears throat> I haven't done them in a really long time, and I need to probably start doing them. If I'm not going to squat, if I'm going to deadlift sometimes, I mean, yeah, good mornings are good. Well, probably like, with like a cambered bar, something like that. Again, straight bar, pff, fuck that, dude. I put a straight bar on my fucking back. <laughs> yeah, no, sir. How do you go on close grip bench presses? Well, I don't really, I, I don't really do raw bench anymore. You got to think like if I'm trying, I'm trying to bench 1400 pounds at my next competition. That, that is the actual goal. I'm going to bench 1400 pounds. So for me to do, let's say close grip, full range with 405 or 500 or reverse grip five and six plates or more, the gap is getting a little bit ridiculous you know what I'm saying? So if I'm doing reps with 405, that's not going to, that's a thousand pound difference compared to what I'm trying to do in a meet and equipped. That's not, it's not going to do it. Ron doesn't make any more fucking sense for me. You know what I'm saying? What is going to get me to a 1400 pound bench, putting a slinger on, doing reverse grip with 900 pounds. That'll do it. Uh, putting a slinger on, doing close grip or medium grip board work with eight, 9,000 pounds. That's going to do it. Floor pressing. He'll be okay. Floor pressing eight, 9,000 pounds. That's what's going to get me to a 1400 pound bench. So to answer that question, that was kind of a rabbit hole, but I don't like my, my answer is I don't because it doesn't make any fucking sense anymore. Thomas, most notable difference between boards and bench blocks. Uh, one is good. One is kind of weird. I don't really like the bench blocks. Like, I, I don't use them. I have used them in the past for, like, my solo. I used to do a lot of solo reverse grip benching, like, last year. Um, but I, I just prefer traditional boards over, over anything else. Bench blocks are just kind of... Especially when you're trying to hand off to somebody... And the block's in the way. You have to, like, rotate the block, hand out, rotate the block again, and hopefully it doesn't twist the bar in their, their hands. So I prefer the traditional just boards. They do the exact same thing, but I just feel more in tune with just boards instead of the blocks. Who makes alterations to your shirts, and how often do you want to change? How do you know what to change? Uh, I just know by trial and error over the last 18 years, well, 14 years competing in equipment, 
uh, Anderson Powerlifting alters my poly shirts, and Rob Farrell himself uh, alters my fate shirts. Anderson doesn't have the capability to do alterations on like the band shirt equipment, but Rob does. So anytime I need something done, like chest plate needs to be smaller. A little bit, please. Yeah, but you need to rinse it out really good. Like that might actually need washed. I found it at the gym. It's been gone for like a week. <laughs> oh, that's gross. I will let you wash it. I'll just get you. Okay. Uh, so I, I, just, I just know by feel. I, if, I'm, if I'm losing pop, I'm gonna, I don't have any tricep support. It's just often now the band shirts don't really need a lot of alterations. They work just fine the way they are. Um, so you know, it's just again through trial, trial and error, and years and years and years of consistent work. Thank you. In 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 equipment. Hell yeah, you'll do it, man. I can't wait to see you get 1,500. Well, that is the ultimate goal. That is, he's fine. That is the ultimate goal for me. Um, 1,400 is the immediate goal, like this year. 1,500 is, say, like the ultimate goal. What, will there be more after 1,500? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know yet. I'll, I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> I might handle, I'm thinking about, so two weeks from today will be my fourth week on my rotation, which is the heaviest week. I'm considering, I'm thinking about it, I'm debating on actually handling 1,500 pounds for the first time. I don't know. I don't know how the day is going to go. Plus, we got to drive to Ohio that night also, because we're going to be in Ohio for about 10 days on kind of like a mini vacation, so... Uh, but yeah, 1,500 pounds, I now know for a fact that 1,500 pounds is humanly possible. Whether I do it or somebody else does it, I know it's possible. When I did that 1,450, um, what was it, three weeks ago or whatever, uh, in, in ideal circumstances. But the, the, only, the only unideal circumstance in that situation was the whip of the bar because we had like four hundreds per side plus five red kilo plates on the outsides and those hundreds really pushed a lot of the weight towards the ends of the bar and i was having to do like the the the, the f8 sportcraft bench bar was sitting in the rack fucking doing this when somebody walked by and nudged it the whole thing turned into a pool noodle i was like oh fuck i'm about to crawl underneath that but handling it being adjusted to it i mean i wasn't adjusted to it that day but I think 1,500 pounds is possible. It's going to be very fucking hard. I'll tell you that, dude. It's going to be, it's going to be a chore to get there. But it's possible. Marla, do you do military press or overhead press for shoulders? Absolutely not. Nope, nope, nope. Um, I think that shoulders are important for bench. Overhead pressing is not. I do a metric shitload of side and rear delt laterals. I do zero weights overhead. I know better. It's not necessary for big benching. Some people will argue with me, but in my opinion, overhead pressing is not necessary uh, for for, uh, for for a big bench. Western Woods, what's up? How was the Gorilla Face pre-workout? Uh, it was it was a pre-workout. You know, I I wouldn't order it again. It was okay. The taste was amazing. The tropical, they had three. One was kind of like a blue color. 
forget what it was called though. The Gorilla Punch was okay. The Tropical Blend, or I don't know. I w it was good, but I would not order it again. Like, it wasn't, like, out of this world. Two-part question. Cool. What could I do to make the touch of a Super Katana easier? And I ghosted about a half board of 525, and I just felt like I was fighting the shirt a tad. Two-part, how can I make the touch of a Super Katana easier? Well, a touch of a Super Katana is never going to be fucking easy. They are asshole, dickhead, pain in the ass fucking shirts to use I know because I used them for 13 years <laughs> nothing but katanas for 13 fucking years up until this past November so this last year has been all band shirts but 13 years I competed and trained in nothing but katanas I mean I, I trained in like an F6 an evil twin once but like it's been like all katanas I tell people to be patient be patient when you're going for a touch or even on a touch on a board. Get a lot of O2. <sighs> like if you're going to swim from one end of an Olympic size pool to the other on one breath underwater, how big of that breath would need to be? Because you've got to be patient coming down. You can't fight the touch. You can't force the touch. It has to touch. You have like a quarter, even an eighth of an inch of playroom on where you can touch in a katana. So you have to make it perfect. If you come down, you're like, oh, it's not going to touch. I'm going to I'm going to dump touch. I'm going to bring it towards my belly more to touch. You're going to lose it. So be patient when you're coming down and just let it sit there and just let it go. Let it go. Give the full weight of the bar to the shirt. You have to let the shirt. If you and the shirt are resisting against the weight coming down, it's not going to touch. You have to be there to support it, but you have to let the shirt do its job and contort under that load across your body. Give the full weight of the bar to the shirt, maintain position, and be very patient in the bottom because it's going to take a minute to touch, but it will touch if you're patient. Second part of the question, I also felt as if my arm was starting to fall asleep towards the bottom. Uh, it could be that it's pinching. If it's really tight around the elbow, like really tight, um, which is not necessary, the arm needs to be tight, but if it's pinching you off down here near the elbow, uh, that's probably what's going to cause that. Take a football, deflate it, shove it in that sleeve, pump up the football to expand the sleeve, pour some water on it, expand that sleeve a little bit, leave it overnight, do the same thing to the other arm. you got to open that sleeve up just a tad to relieve the pressure that's going around on the elbow. That's what's causing your arm to fall asleep. You're making a poly come back after your 1400. One rep max. Hey, I'm good. One rep max. Good to see you on here, buddy. Hope you're good over in uh, the West Coast. Hope you're doing good. Um, no, I think after 14, I either will still continue to try to bench 15, or I might try to drop some body weight and go down to the lower weight classes and start uh, posting some numbers there. I'm not sure yet. But I got to bench 1400 pounds first, and we'll see. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy, what makes the four-ply fate that aggressive? Is it just difficult to touch? It's just a lot of fucking shirt. They're like eight pounds or ten pounds of material. They're just, it's just a lot of fucking shirt. Um, but if you're more experienced, then, you know, it might not be a bad thing. As long as you have a crew to help you. I would never suggest to somebody who lifts alone to try to try to make a, a four ply fate bench shirt work. 
I have single all the way to a four plus inserts, and I love every single one. I love my single ply. I love my two. I love my three. I love my fours, but it's just a lot of fucking shirts. It's very thick and very heavy. Okay. Tell us more about that 1450 single. Okay. Um, it, it sucked. We went up to Rob Farrell's uh, Friday of last, uh, sometime last month on a Friday. Uh, he let us stay in his house. It was like five of us. We had four beds down there in his basement. Uh, we just hung out and ate and lifted with him the next day around 11 o'clock. Went to his private facility, his private gym. Uh, started benching, started being all normal, just doing my normal routine. Uh, my weights, once I put my shirt on, I did one break-in set with like seven or 800 pounds, like little quarter reps. And then I went up to, I, I jumped right to like 1075. I hit a single from a two board, boop, popped it up. I went to 1235 in one shirt. I went down to a one board. It didn't touch, so I just chucked it back up, no problem. Then I went to 1405 in a different four ply. My, my electric blue one that everybody is oozing over, the electric blue sleeves. I went to 1405, touched a one board, threw it up, no problem. Then I was like, well, fuck, what do I do? I, something in my head, I was like, do I, I wanted to actually triple 1400, but on my fourth week of my rotations, that, that's a, there's, it's supposed to be a single day. Like I do nothing but singles as heavy, heavy singles. Um, and trying to rep 14 plus is probably a stupid idea anyway. So I was like, well, my all time heaviest weight I've ever handled in the gym is 1425. So I was like, well, I'd like to eclipse that, but I don't think 1,500 pounds is going to happen today either. So let's just split the difference. I'll just do 1,450. Put 1,450 on there. I'm sitting there resting, and I think it was Logan Shady who, like, walked around to come around the side of the bench to, like, go do something, and his hip caught the bar. And as I'm staring at that bar, it started, started bouncing. I was like, oh, fuck, because it's a... It's the it's the Sportcraft Fate bench bar, and it's fucking waving. I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" You know what? Is this how fucking stupid is this? But we took you know I just I did my thing and I got wrapped up and you know psyched up up here and I'm never never outwardly too too psyched up looking, but up here I am. Laid down, took it out, and just fucking did my thing, man. I, but the the she ironically the heaviest weight I've ever handled had the most like enormous shearing forces. But like I'm telling you, like the first time I handled a thousand, the first time I handled twelve, the first time I touched thirteen, whatever. First time I did fourteen hundred, they all felt very fucking heavy. Don't get me wrong, but the fourteen fifty felt the heaviest of any weight that I've ever handled for the first time. It was just unimaginably fucking heavy. Whoa, you know, and and, and uh, I racked it, and I almost fucking just I was I was like, my hearing went away, my vision was starting to close in like this. I was fucking freaking out, man. It was so fucking heavy, but I was really happy afterwards. You know, I was like, whoa, like, there, you know, what is the limit? You know, 
Now, I had some pain going on right here the next couple of days, which I've I've had before. If you're on Patreon, you know I get pain right here on the inside of my forearm right here. And I was like, wow, what if, what if, you know, what if I have micro fractures and I don't know about it? What if? It's like that half percent chance, that little half percent voice in the back of my head was like the what if, what if, what if. Went to my buddy uh, who owns a live by design chiropractic care in Fredericksburg and got a uh, got an x-ray done and no fractures, nothing. It was just soft tissue being pissed off. So he cupped it. If you actually know, uh, this muscle right here in the forearm has two parts. It's this meaty part right here. And there's also a part of it up here. So he cupped here and here, two cups, for about 20 minutes. And that got the muscles to release, and now I have no pain right here. So if you ever have pain on the inside of the forearm, put a cup here, and put a cup here on the bicep, on the outside of the bicep, here and here, and cup for about 15 to 20 minutes, and that will re release the tension that's on the inside of the forearm. But it was an experience, man. It was, uh, it was very fucking heavy. I'm trying to just convey uh, how heavy it was. It was fucking insane. It really was. I am way behind. I was I was on a rant, so I've been trying to catch up now. Joel Hicks, where do you get your single loop inserts you use during your warm-ups? Uh, Rob Farrell. Go to Rob Farrell. I'm pretty sure you can get one from him. What would be great tricep accessories to improve geared benching? Uh, I'm a really big fan of reverse grip bench, RGBP. Uh, I don't like... I, I do barbell extensions sometimes, like floor extensions... Uh, I'm a really big fan of dumbbell extensions and single arm pulley pushdowns, like really heavy single arm pushdowns is what I primarily do for triceps. Let's see. Oh, Cody, I tried to put on my loose SDP today. Once I took it off and threw it in the corner, I felt like shit. So I grabbed my katana, went to work. Good. <laughs> I would say throw it in the trash, but you probably... Don't want to do that. Hang on to it, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, SDPs are just fucking dog shit garbage anyway. Cause Enzer's a bag of ass company. Oh, I'm getting big bendy vibes. One plate, two plate, nine hundred. Yeah, <laughs> I don't make those big a jumps. I do one plate, two plate, three. Like today, I I put a slate. I dude, I didn't want to go raw today. I felt like shit. I was tired as fuck. I did the bar. You know, raw for a couple of sets. I put one red kilo plate aside, put a slinger on. Put a slinger on for one plate, two plate, three plates. Put my shirt on for six or seven reds, and I went 1,050, then I did 1,200. Like, I'm adjusted to those weights. Like, I don't need to go one plate, one plate and a quarter, two plates, two plates and a quarter, three, four, put a board in there, five. I can just, I can jump three, 400 pounds like that because I'm adjusted to all those weights. It's, it's taking time to get there, but yeah, I didn't feel like going raw. Fuck. Why, why, why the fuck would I go raw? Like I didn't feel like it. I mean, I'm not going to do raw, especially when I feel like shit, uh, for an equipped bench workout. So I put my slinger on for like literally if you, again, I, I, I know some people had watched the, the Patreon from today already. I had a few views on there when I came home, but um, I put a slinger on literally for one red plate aside and then two and three because I don't give a fuck. I'm an equipped lifter. Oh, Marlon, at the end of September, I compete at the WU, 
AP Worlds. Problem is I'm alone there. Aw, oh, god damn it. You will give me a... Man, that sucks. You're alone there. That's fucking bullshit. Uh, any tips? Do tips, 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 tips. Try to find somebody who's already there. I mean, I know it's going to be rough. Find a crew of guys who's there for like one person to say, go, go to a crew and say, hey, I have nobody here. Could you help me? You, you, you have to have somebody help you. Uh, warm up with those guys. Get them to know your commands, like where you want the bar. Warm up, like at the very, like at, at your, even with your lightweights, have them hand off to you. They can practice where you need that bar. And if it's light enough, you can actually talk to them like, you know, out, 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 out. Okay, right there. Right there's my spot. And then, you know. But you, you have to find somebody who's there. Just find a crew of guys, approach them, and ask them if they can help you. Because you, you have to have somebody. Is anyone using the six-ply fate yet? Eh. I might get one. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... After... after I, I think I told Rob, because he, he actually... We were talking about it when I went up to see him. And I said, hey... He's like, hey, dude, you think, what about a six, five or six ply? I'm like, hey, after I bench 1,400, we'll talk. So I might I might get one. <laughs> why the fuck not, man? Like, why not? You know? So we'll see. We'll see. But I, I, I'm, I'm going to bench 1,400 pounds first. And then probably to get to 1,500, I might need something a little more hefty. Paul, it's not a press, it's an extension. Fuck yeah. I should, I should get that tattooed on my fucking chest. You know. It's one of the biggest mistakes, guys. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, people, you know, people call them board presses and then they, they press the weight off the boards and then they, they, they don't gain any tricep strength. So, you gotta extend. You can't press, you gotta extend. Let's see. New to single ply, what variation can I do while in my shirt? Uh, if you're in single ply, I, I tell you to primarily stay on the bench. You can do board work. You can do full range work. Uh, reverse bands. I wouldn't do bands pulling you to the floor. Fuck that. That's stupid. Um, and I, I'm in like soft equipment, like my slingers and stuff. So I can do like floor presses. I wouldn't do floor press in a single ply. Stay on the bench. And primarily just do those aforementioned uh, variations. Yeah, exactly. Marla might be able to check who else competes. Look them up on Instagram. See who has teams. Reach out to them beforehand. Absolutely. You need to do that, Marlon. Absolutely. Fucking literally. I know that sucks that they're going to stay home and leave you hanging like that. But sometimes that's just the life of the liver. And uh, you just have to make do. But I, I definitely think you need, you need to find a team of guys who's there and just make friends and have them help you. Absolutely necessity. Let's see. Imagine some dude taking a glance at you using a slinger for one plate, writes it off, then fast forward 30 minutes, glances over, and notices there's no plates left in the gym, that same guy repping his total. Yeah. I We have USAPL kids that come in, and they only started coming in on Saturdays like a month ago or two months ago. It's fucking annoying. And they get so pissed that all their kilo plates are taken. It's like, dudes, one day a week. I've been coming in on Saturday mornings at 10. Well, now it's 9 o'clock. At the same time, every day, every Saturday for three years, since opening day, I was there at Unleashed Strength 
This is my OG shirt. This is actually three years old. Uh, it's holding up pretty well, though. It's not cracked too bad. Um, I came in opening day, three years. I've been there three years, coming on Saturday mornings the same time. And Joe told those guys, he goes, hey, this one day a week, this one day, Jimmy and his crew get priority with the kilos. I don't want to lift with kilos. I have to lift with kilos on my Saturday bench workouts. And they come in and they get so fucking irritated. Like, how dare they lift with pound plates? And I'm like, come in at a different fucking time, dude. Like, you only started coming in on Saturdays a month ago. I've been coming in at the same time for three fucking years with my crew. And Joe, the owner, has told you, we get priority. You don't like it? I get fucked, I guess. Whew, man. Joel Hicks, is there a difference between in the two-ply Widowmaker and the two-ply Fate shirt is one stronger than the other? I definitely think the two-ply Fate shirt is a lot stronger than your two-ply uh, Widowmaker. It is. The construction's different. Um, but, yeah, I, I can do a hell of a... I can't... Like, I went up to 1,200 pounds for a triple today in my two-ply Fate bed shirt. So if you're on Patreon, I'm, I'm sure you, if you guys have already seen it, but... I almost tripled 1,205 in my, my, my double ply F8. Now, I can do about, I can top out in my two ply Widowmaker at around 1,000 pounds, give or take. Definitely stronger. Cody says, I don't have a meet anytime soon because our area sucks ass for powerlifting. Should I spend some time doing triples and use boards? I, yes, but I would stay. I wouldn't go, I would do like a lot of one boards, Cody, and a lot of half boards. I would not do a lot of like two and three boards. Or cycle it. Three board, two board, one board, half. Like four weeks, over and over and over again. Like three board for sets of five to six. Two board for triples, one board doubles, half board singles. Just re and repeat that cycle over and over again. That's what I think you should do. Only one of my bros will be there, Marlon says. Never trained with them before. He also has power up here, so this will be good, but still a little bit of mind fuck. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, Marlon, if you get to that meet, and as much as it sucks, if you're not in the right headspace because of, like, you have no crew, or if you're, like, if you're not in a good headspace because of that situation, I would suggest not... I'm not going to tell you to pull out of the meat, but I wouldn't try to like, I wouldn't try to like get your best bench ever. Maybe compete raw that day or something, you know, like you have to have a crew of guys. And if you're worried about it, that's going to fuck with your mind. That's going to fuck with your attempts. And when you're going under the most weight you possibly can do, you have to be in a good headspace. So, but I, I wish, I wish, uh, Fuck, if I was there, I'd help you out, but, <laughs> but man, yeah, I'm sorry that's happening to you. You ever have to go to a comp without your crew? Uh, years and years ago, I did. Yep, I did. A couple times, actually. I was lifting at Blackstone's gym, and I would always have a crew in the gym, but sometimes i go to a meet completely alone, just me and Katie. So I left. I eventually left that gym and went somewhere else. <laughs> What do you do normally as a secondary movement for bench? Fan of accommodating resistance. I hate accommodating resistance. I absolutely loathe, actually, accommodating resistance. I do straight weight. Dudes, we compete with a straight bar with straight weight in competition. 
I am not a fan of bands. I am not a fan of chains at all. Get good and proficient with uh, using stri straight weight. Floor press, board work, dead stop presses. That's about it. Very, very fucking simple. <laughs> Where do you stop? Water needs to catch up. Yeah, he needs to catch up. <laughs> yes, he does. You're right, Lindsay. Yep. <laughs> needs to catch up for sure. What's your raw max? I don't give a fuck. Coming to USG is my bucket list. Fuck yeah, man. Anytime. I tell people, like, hey, come bench with us. Come bench with us. Absolutely. What's your raw max? Again, I don't give a fuck. Let's see. What's your bench raw? Dude, I don't fucking care. 1120 can, can of corns. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see, yeah, 660, I don't give a fuck about raw, I don't give a fuck about raw. Yeah, I bet you can of corn raw, so there you go. Incline dumbbell presses, do you do them? I do them very, very, very light uh, to try for muscular hypertrophy. I don't do them very heavy at all. If I go heavy, it turns into a tricep movement. So for me to actually like build the chest, I have to go light and just work the pecs. I have to bench incorrectly and, and use only chest. When I'm doing dumbbell work, so I don't go very heavy, though. Let's see. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Yeah, guys, I don't, I don't, ben I, I bench the empty bar raw, actually. It's not that much. Yeah, whatever. So, anyway, so the next two weeks. Uh, is this end of the second rotation? I'm really excited for it. Again, I don't think we're gonna do reverse grip. Going reverse grip with all that weight is is not gonna be good. Uh, 900 pounds for that triple was uh, unfucking bearable. Just gotta do a couple of things here, guys. There we go. <clears throat> but. Uh, yeah, it was it was unfucking bearable, and uh, just the pain in the skin. I actually split my callus right down the middle, right there, from the bar. So, um, I don't think going heavier than 900 pounds is going to be feasible. So I am going to switch out the reverse grip bench for something else, floor press, maybe dead stop presses. I'm not sure yet. Um, sure work's going to remain the same, but I on top of that too, like I pinched a nerve right in this hand. Now when I squeeze my hand, I get like a, a tingling sensation. So, yeah, I just I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to go any heavier on the reverse grip right now. Stone Cold Insurance Man, what was the benefit of shortening the sleeves of your F eight? Um, I had to because I have. I guess I have like abnormally short humerus bones, and if I don't shorten those sleeves, they're covering my elbows like up to here. So I have to have the sleeves extra short because it's a legality thing, pretty much what it is. What do you think? What did you think when AJ Roberts subscribed to your Patreon? Um, I, I, my, I was, I was, I was genuinely shocked. I was. So, I, but I was, I was also flattered that that pro type lifter would seek out value with like 
with like my my Patreon. I I just I blew my mind really. I really didn't think he was going to do it. So um, he's he's a really nice guy. I have his number. I tried calling him last week to like ask him how he's doing. How, you know he's got he got his meet coming up in like a week. So uh, didn't get back to me. But uh, yeah, I I, I I genuinely did not think that was going to happen. It was very cool. Have your hands and wrists gotten thicker as your weights have gone up over time? Both have gotten thicker. And, and I started out with uh, seven-inch wrists back when I was like a teenager. And now they're at like eight and a half, nine inches uh, around, I think. So uh, my hands have gotten visually thicker. It's kind of a problem. Like I can't deadlift fucking worth of jack shit because my hands are too fucking thick. So, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. What are some good reverse grip tips or cues to use? So very important when you reverse grip, you can't drift over the face. You have to touch low and push in a almost push towards your legs. You have to push in a very straight line. If you try to do like an old habit and like you get stuck, you try to drift over the face, you're going to lose it. So reverse grip, you have to push in a very straight line towards your legs, fire with the triceps, and that's basically it. You just got to start doing it. Once people do the reverse grip bench, especially the method I use where I hold the bar between these two fingers and this method here, this is how I hold the bar. I don't do the traditional like full reverse. I can't because of my wrists. But I hold the bar between these two fingers. And that's why the that's why it hurts so much because the bar sits vertically in the, in, the, in the fucking palm. But that's how I hold the bar. Um, it's just, you just got to start doing it. And you will, you will fall in love with it, I promise. How many days a week do you bench? Do I train, I train bench twice a week? One is too little and two or uh, three is too much. AJ told me he couldn't believe people aren't subscribing to your Patreon. He saw me on there though. Yeah, guys. I mean, hey, you, you've been on there for like a long time there, Cody. You're one of my longest supporters. Tim, Tim, Cody. Who else? Mike. There's a few. They've been on there for like almost two years. So I really appreciate it. Really appreciate your guys' support. AJ said, if you're serious about benching, you should be on there learning. Yeah, he said like, I, I called him or I texted him. And I said, hey, did you subscribe? He subscribed for a full year. And I asked him, I said, dude, did you subscribe to my Patreon for a year? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, dude, like, holy fuck, man. <laughs> um, he's like, well, I said, well, hey, let me know if you find value in it. He goes, dude, no other pro-level bencher like you is doing that. Nobody else is. Like, he was actually told by Louie, if I remember that interview correctly, he was told by Louie to never post his workouts. Like, don't let anybody know what you're doing. Like, hide it. And I was like, I'm not, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all. So I, I, I'm glad that he found value. I'm glad that you guys have been on there for so long supporting me. It really fucking helps. It does. Is it true? Everyone you meet there... Bench goes up ten pounds. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, do you squat? Get fucked. Let's see. What is your favorite upper back workout that you feel works best for fighting through that tension, pulling the weight down on the shirt? I don't really. I do. I just. I work my back like a bodybuilder. Uh, high rep shrugs, low rep shrugs, penlay rows from the floor, penlay rows in the rack, above the knee, below the knee, dumbbell rows, cable rows, pull downs sometimes. Uh, like I just work back like a bodybuilder and I try to get as big as a back as I possibly can. 
I, I wouldn't say there's one surefire thing to work on specifically, but just work your back as much as you can from as many different angles as you can. That's how I work back. Next year, bro, me and you visit your Fuck yeah, come visit the gym. Marlon, absolutely. We will bench together. Yep, you come visit. We'll, we will bench together. Absolutely, dude. Do you think RGBP could benefit throwers? I think it could because it's just anatomically speaking, uh, it's going to make your joints healthier, keep your joints healthy, and it's going to work your triceps more. It's not going to destroy your shoulders. You can bench more, more often and heavier without destroying your shoulders. I, it just, I think it makes more sense to bench that way. Raw, anyway. Equipped, uh, I stay here. But raw, reverse. How long have you been lifting? Go fuck yourself. I'm also a full year subscriber. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Everything you've, I've done because of learning from you. I appreciate that. I'm very humbled. How's it been having a crew with you? Thinking I'm fun and getting more of a crew through new Philly Barbell and some guys at Powerhouse. It's absolutely necessary to have a crew. If you want to be the best that you can be, um, you have to have a crew. Now, a lot of the raw guys don't have a crew, uh, but in the equipped world, you have to have a crew. And my guys are just absolutely the, the best I could ever ask for. They're, they're relentlessly there. They're always there. They help me out. They don't give a fuck what goes on. They, they are always there for me. It's very cool. Very, very fortunate to have them with me. Uh, let's see. I'm just a college thrower trying to get strong. Time to rip out RGBP. Uh, yeah, dude. So, like I said, when you're doing the RGBP, when you hold when you hold the bar this way. Again, I don't. So this is pronated, right? And if you just twist that around, I can't even fucking do it. But if you twist it all the way around, that's supinated, right? Um, I don't bench like this. Again, if I, I ask people when you walk down the street. Your palms don't face the back. Just twist this a little bit, right? You, you don't walk like this, and you don't walk like this. You walk with your palms facing your body like this. This is natural joint alignment. So when you pronate, that's not natural joint alignment. When you full supinate, that's not natural joint alignment. But when you hold the bar this way, you can, you can maintain natural joint. All you're doing is taking your hands. Like Everybody's obsessed with the football bar, right? Uh, doing this with the football bar. Well, I can, make, I can do the exact same movement with a straight bar simply by holding the bar like this. Like that. You're not doing this, and you're not doing this. I can't even fucking do it barely. You have natural joint alignment when you're doing that movement. So... Um, Definitely is a worth a try. Uh, you can use a lot more triceps. You can use a lot more back. Definitely got to try it. It's absolutely, anatomically speaking, I think it's a superior way to bench. I just, I, I can't do it equipped because 900 pounds from Wednesday, like I could barely, I could, I could almost not tolerate the pain. So the thought of going up to like 1,000, 1,100, 1,200, 1,300, 1,500 pounds in that position is... I can't fucking do it. It's just not going to happen. So um, I only do it when I go raw sometimes. I do it in my slingers occasionally. But anatomically speaking, it is the superior way to bench. It really is.
let's see, let's see here, let's see here, okay, Wonder Max, yeah, I do notice my progress skyrocketed out of literally just copying your workout, sadly, my bench went backwards earlier this week, I don't know why it's coming back up, thanks to you, AJ and Canelli. okay, cool, very cool, absolutely, I'm glad I could help, even from far away, glad I could help, let's see, Let's see here. Notice my biggest mistake was dropping reverse grip bench and speed. The only thing I disagree with with you on. <laughs> yes, I, I speed work is if you if you find benefit with speed work, please continue to do it. Um, I do not. I I think speed work is for the birds, but that's just my opinion. The speed work is for the birds for me. I don't coach it. I don't teach it. I don't advocate for it. I think your time is better well spent doing other things. But if you find benefit with it, then absolutely keep doing it. Let's see. Let's see. Did the equipped powerlifting community in the U.S. stay together? Here in Germany, everyone did IPF single ply. So most of the judge for me being a bench-only multiply guy think that is bullshit. Okay. Oh, they judge you for being bench-only. That's fucking... That is bullshit. No, us, the equipped community here in the States don't care what you do. Now, like, obviously, I don't get along very well with, like, USAPL, USPA type. Uh, they tend to not like me very much. But, um, but uh, yeah, no, over here, like, equipped is equipped. We don't care. If it's single-ply, multi-ply, bench, or it's full power, bench only, doesn't matter. Nope, we don't care. There we go. We're at the bottom, finally. So, um... Last-minute questions, last-minute things. I want to wrap this up for you guys here soon so we can get on with the rest of your night and not listen to me run my mouth. Oh, here we go. Where is the coolest place a comp has taken you to? Well, I've not been able to leave the States. Um, I've gone to... I mean, I've been to California once, and it was fucking awful. Like, blech. I'm sorry if anybody's from Cal... I know a few of you might be from California, like Wonder at Max. Um... I hate California. I absolutely fucking hated it. It was fucking disgusting. Uh, so I've been to California. That sucked. I went to Vegas for the Wabdo Worlds in 2012. That was pretty fucking cool. I went by myself, though. I had my team out there, but I flew and got there myself. That was kind of nerve-wracking. Um, let's see. The Vegas. I've been to Detroit a couple times for the Can-Am Bench Wars. Yeah, I used to live in Cali. Yeah, fuck that state. Um... Detroit. I've been to Florida twice. I've been to Houston twice for the Baddest Bencher. All over New Jersey, Maryland, Pennsylvania. I went to Oklahoma City once for the NASA High School Nationals. Let's see. That's it. I mean, I've yeah, Florida, Texas, California, Vegas. Yeah, that's that's about it. I th I think Florida is the coolest. I think Florida is the fucking coolest. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> the people down there were dope and nice, and the, I just love the the tropical. Just the the. It's just I love Florida. Couldn't afford it. I'm not gonna make the mistake of moving down there. Ugh. My brother in law moved down there with the allure of everything, and had to move had to move away. Because he he couldn't afford it, so that's 
you know, just the way, way, way it rolls. If you ever go to a comp in Arizona, I would love to go. If you ever have a comp in Arizona, Arizona, I'm not sure about Arizona. I don't know. Arizona is my home state. We'll see. I'm not sure. I'm not, uh, I can't afford, so anytime, so the, the two trips to Florida, the two trips to Texas, actually the three trips to Texas, I went down there for the, uh, uh, what's it called? The Europa. It's called the Europa. I think it's called the Europa. Uh, uh, it's kind of the mini miniature Arnold classic, but I went down there and Anderson powerlifting basically, uh, paid our way to get there. So if I have a competition, it's going to have to be a situation where Anderson is in the position where they can afford to send me there. But you know, so I don't know. Wonder Mex says it's okay. If it's any consolation, I'm from Baja, California. I just live there for now. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Equipped lifting is extinct out here. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> Very sorry to hear that. Oops. Let's see. Sorry about that, guys. Let's see. I'm going to do this real quick. Anyway, so, uh, no, um... No, Arizona, but yeah, California sucked. Vegas was cool. So future meets, we're looking at Texas. We're looking at if the WPO Bench Bash comes around again. The WPO Bench Bash was at the Redcon 1 training facility. It's a little bit crazy, a little bit weird. It was a bodybuilding gym. So there was a lot of like Instagram models with their cameras and their, their yoga pants. And there were bodybuilders and it was... There was like blue everywhere. It was like blue lights and just dark. And if there was light, it was mostly blue. So, um, yeah, it was just very strange. When the when the when the uh, bench bash comes around again, they're not going to host it at the Redcon one. Um, yeah, it's it's it, he's going to move it up maybe to Pensacola. Or north, he's not going to have it at the Redcon One training facility again. I would gladly go to the WPO Bench Bash again. Um, I I wasn't a fan of the bench we used because, from what I understand from Bob Merck, the the uh, pad was fourteen and a half inches uh, tall, which is a little bit odd, very very odd, and I had no leg drive. Now the uh, bench at what was it the baddest bencher was regulatory height 17 18 inches um it was a little bit squishy compared to what i'm used to the the tiny meeker bench pad is very very squishy very very i call them uh tempur-pedic pads when you lay on them and they squish down like that so anyway let's see what does he say here so less than half a dozen people on 18 million yeah really um but uh yeah it's crazy Let's see what we got. So I've been on here for an hour and 15 minutes. I think we're about done. Let's see what Justin said here. What bench pad brand do you use at USG? We have three benches. We have the uh, Rogue. What's that? The 1.0 Westside bench, which has no spotter platform. So uh, we don't really use that bench. It's Dean's bench. He likes to use it for raw bench, but I don't like to use it. Nobody can. You can't bench on it because... It's got a it's got a Thompson fat pad, the fourteen inch fat pad, and it's too damn high. It's like twenty inches off the off the ground, and there's no spotter platform. So we, Dean uses that one primarily for his raw bench. I don't ever fucking use that pad. 
the Titan Fitness bench that I use primarily just has a stock. It's a Rogue bench pad that came off of their utility bench. Um, so it's 12 inches, 12 and a half inches, but it's really thin and, and firm. And then the uh, we have a Edge Fitness competition bench along our wall that has a 12-inch pad or an interchangeable 14-inch pad. That's not like the super thick like Thompson fat pads. They're still the width, but they're like, you know, one and a half inches, two inches thick. So I'm actually going to try, I'm planting the seeds with, um, with Joe to try to replace the Titan bench with the rogue monster West side bench. So that, that's what I'm going to do. That's, I'm, we're trying to plant that seed. So, um, I'm, it's 1500 fucking dollars. Not sure if we can, if we can make him do that or not, but, uh, we're going to try to uh, collaborate. I told him I would go half and half, um, half and half on it to see if they would, if he'd be okay with that, but we'll see. So anyway, guys, uh, looks like we don't have any more questions except uh, for Justin. Thank you for answering all my questions. Much appreciate. I'll tag you in the reverse grip bench videos. Please do. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go, uh, hour and 16 minutes uh i don't want to take up any more of your saturday night so please have a good rest of your weekend and uh what marlin says bro i will leave you are the king of bench uh marlin if you ever want to come and visit the states you got a place to lift i'm not sure where you would stay i'm sure like a hotel or some airbnb or something but you got a place to come bench with us for real so i hope you can do that sometime next year we'll be in virginia for one more year we were going to move to ohio absolutely matthew we were gonna to move to Ohio, but it just um, it, it just wasn't gonna wasn't gonna work. So uh, please have a good night. Um, I'll talk to you guys next weekend. All right. Look for me to go live here on Saturdays, sometimes Sundays around eight or nine o'clock at night Eastern Standard. Thomas, thanks for hopping on here. I know it's late out there in in, in uh, Europe. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> so um, let's see. I will visit absolutely, bud. Anytime. Unleash strength, man. Uh, just come and visit us sometime. Uh, have a good night. We'll see you guys next weekend, and uh, we'll see you later. All right, that's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us, thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Include Power Podcast as the email title. Please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already. This helps us grow, and we appreciate all the feedback. You can follow for more content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and all of those are at the same username, at Colbstrong. If you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique, some helpful tips, then go to our YouTube channel and you can just email me your video at thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Check out my website, colbstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Kolb Strong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to KolbStrongScholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at KolbStrongScholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.